from sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the She Is Community Podcast. I am Katie Stevens. And I am Kim Massengale. And right now, I would just like to say that technology is the coolest thing because we are currently hosting this podcast in two different places through the phone. And I just think that's really cool. <laughs> we are um, we're definitely learning how this podcasting thing works. But um, during this pandemic, yes, uh, it is super helpful. Yes. Yeah, so um, speaking of pandemic, Kim, do you kind of want to give us a brief overview of what's going on right now in the world? Sure. I mean, I know it's n- no surprise to anyone that we are dealing with COVID-19 um, pandemic, and this makes for crazy times. And honestly, if I hear the word unprecedented or unexpected again, I don't know what I'll do. But <laughs> so what are you going to do, Kim? <laughs> I hear it a lot throughout the day and read it a lot. But the fact is, is it's true. It's no one, at least I didn't, no one saw this coming. And so um, no one really knew how to prepare for something like this. I think if you would have told me this would happen in our lifetime, I wouldn't really have believed you that the whole world would basically come to a stop. Yeah. Um, and so we have been doing this. It's hard to know how many days yeah. now. <laughs> I know we've had um, two weekend services already that have been online only. So I think we're looking at almost two weeks. My girls have been out of school, um, you know, going on almost two weeks and they're going stir crazy. And we, we're just told by the governor of Pennsylvania that we uh, the schools will not be in session at least until April 6th. So um, they're really hoping for some good news here. Um, but it this has changed everything for for us as I mean a family, us as a church, us as a city. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's affecting so many things right now. Yeah, I would agree with that most definitely. Um, so you mentioned that the girls are out of school and, and of course we're working from home, but how are you guys holding up all together? And you mentioned they're going stir crazy, but what has family life looked like for you over the past two weeks? Well, um, because we are pastors, uh, we are still working from home. Mostly Mel goes to the office. Um, but I, I typically stay home and work from home, but we are, we are still working, um, like crazy, you know, trying to get church online situated and all of those things, um, to make sure that it's a good experience for our people and for our church community. And so, um, we've kind of been working as, as usual kind of, um, and then the girls, they don't have online school even right now, so they've just <laughs> been trying to find things in their day, um, but we definitely are trying to keep them healthy, and, um, you know, I'm definitely going to try to put in some routines this week just to help them, because they are starting to feel pretty lonely and isolated, especially Emma, our 14-year-old. She's our social butterfly, and 
it's it's a struggle. The struggle is real. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a social butterfly. Um, <laughs> but even <laughs> as an introvert, I noticed that this is it just feels different. Like I'm not as an introvert. Sometimes I choose to be home where right now it doesn't feel like a choice. So therefore I'm going a little crazy. <laughs> um, right. So it's been good. Like, I, I mean, I, I've been trying to maintain a routine as well and, and I'm working from home too. So I pulled my desk out into my living room for like just a change of scenery. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been interesting. So yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what an extrovert feels like because as an introvert I'm in it. It hasn't even been two weeks for me, if we're being honest. Like, <laughs> so I'm also trying to establish some new rhythms and routines. And if it's nice out, I'm doing my best to get outside because, man, I, I oh, is this what it feels like to hibernate? I don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. And well, and the struggle of where we live in Indiana, PA, is that we don't get a ton of sunshine here. True. And so like today is cloudy and kind of gloomy. So that doesn't help. Um, but like two days ago, it was sunny and beautiful. So even though it was still a little cold, you know, I made sure to get outside for a little bit just because we we need that right now yeah for sure and i will say pro tip i mean i'm not necessarily professional in this area but i would recommend if you're able to and allowed to if the sun is shining just go out for a little bit Get that yeah indeed people it'll definitely be worth it so yeah i i mean i totally know that it depends on where you live yeah. and and your restrictions i was talking to a friend in new jersey the other day they pastor a great church there and you know they are currently the whole state's on stay-at-home orders and so um but they can get outside for a little bit they just have to remain six feet apart and i know they have a curfew in place but then i saw another post from one of my pastor friends in New York City, and she was saying, hey, you guys, those of you who have backyards and front yards, like, be grateful because we live in a, you know, a cement block, you know, yeah. 600 square feet uh, with no yard. And, you know, so I think it's just all about perspective and realizing that, I don't know, for me, I'm really trying not to get too inner focused um during this time because it's super easy to do that it's super easy to um just be like oh poor me um you know how does this affect me and realizing that literally every almost every human being on the planet is being affected right now and we all live in different environments and different circumstances and so it's just i think for me i have to get myself out of my box and realize that this affects a lot of different people in different ways. Yeah, that is really true. And I know you've mentioned that to a few of us before, and I've definitely been keeping that in mind because it is so easy to just in this position to think, how is this affecting me? How is this affecting my routine yeah. and what I do every day? And the reality is just looking at different, um, like you said, different posts from different pastor friends and just people around the world who it's, they're on lockdown. Like, and, and mm -hmm. so right now, I would say that while it's difficult for us compared to some people, it's it's okay right now. Um, so I, I do like that. I think it is important to keep in mind that this is a worldwide thing right now. It's not just Pennsylvania. It's not just the United States. This is, this is everywhere. So 
Right. Um, which is yeah. crazy to think. I mean, in my lifetime, I don't really remember anything <laughs> happening like this ever. Um, no. This is a whole new experience mm-hmm. to navigate through, and it's been interesting for sure. So, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think for me, I'm, d- I'm trying to keep some of my day-to-day routines that I had before. I mean, of course, I'm not getting out as much, um, you know, but I am still getting up early in the morning and having coffee and having my time with Jesus, you know, just trying to read truth and remind myself of truth and, and having that time, you know, even though the girls aren't getting up as early as they were, um, I'm still, I'm still getting up early Mm -hmm. just to, to, keep me in a healthy place mentally and spiritually and um and so you know that's important to me to kind of still have some rhythms throughout my day that are are consistent um and my girls are older I know for my friends that have littles like my sister has four littles and so this is this is hard you know it's hard um for moms of young kids um that their kids are you know just not able to go, you know, go to the playground or go to the places that they normally would go to release energy. So those moms are really having to get creative with their kids yeah. and, and also helping the moms stay sane as well. This so. true. Yes. And yeah, I can't necessarily speak from that perspective, but I mean, I'm in a family, there are five children and right now I don't live at home and most of us are Mm -hmm. older, but I can't imagine if this was happening when I was like in high school with four younger siblings, the toll it would take. Um, So it's, I give a lot of credit. I'm super thankful to see so many parents and families being creative with their time, um, engaging their kids and really making sure that they're, you know, still learning um, whether it be what Mm -hmm. was providing or, things that they're putting together and just being a family. And it, it's just really neat to see that um, come out of this right now. Cause right. like I said, I can't imagine what that's like, but man, you moms and dads out there are really putting in the effort and I love it. So good job. Yeah. So for you, you're, you're single, um, you live alone. So it's a totally a different ball game for you. How are, how are you, keeping yourself healthy right now emotionally and spiritually and mentally? Yeah. So it is different for me, but similar to you, I am still maintaining like my daily routine. So I'm still getting up at my normal time that I would, if I were physically going to work, I'm still having that, um, that God time in the morning to just, I feel like I'm just repeating you after you, but just to engage in truth, but it's true. Yeah. this is what is necessary and it was necessary before. So why would I stop now? Um, yeah. And I've noticed too, that I've been dedicating a lot more time to prayer. Um, so kind of to break up my day because it's not like the office at the office, you're up, you're moving, you're going, you're seeing people, you're saying hi, you get distracted by something for a little bit and then you go back to work. Whereas here I'm at a desk in my living room by myself. Um, so I find myself when I need to just get up and walk around, like that time is dedicated to prayer and that's been extremely helpful for me mentally 
and spiritually. Um, yeah. And then, like you said, in Indiana, a few days ago, we had a very sunny day. So it was a little chilly, but I decided to go out to a trail and I went for a little jog and that was really good. That helps me mentally a lot. Um, and then I've been cooking. So that's good. Nice. <laughs> I've been trying to prepare food and, and um, you know, I'm, I'm utilizing my freezer. But that's been really cool, too, just to not that I don't cook normally, but there are a lot of times when after work there are meetings or things that I'm going to. And when I get home, I'm like, Ugh, the last thing I want to do is pick up a pot and a pan and make a meal. Um, right. So to dedicate more time with that has been really good. And emotionally and mentally as well, um, as an artist, it's been really valuable for me to just sit and draw and, and worship God in those moments, too. Mm-hmm. Whether it be just sketching or working on a project, it's been, and, and honestly, it's been something that I haven't done a lot of recently. So kind of coming back to that has been really helpful. And just staying in touch with friends and other people, like maintaining contact, even though it looks different, um, having phone calls and if we do FaceTime or, or any type of video messaging and just texting has been, has been really good for me. Yeah. So. That's so good. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, everybody is facing different kind of struggles in this, you know, like I think about all the single moms and single dads too, you know, that are navigating kids. But again, I think that it's hard for everyone. Yeah. And I think that's where we have to come to a grace for each and every person during the season. I'm seeing a lot of, seeing a lot of good things on social media, but I'm also seeing a lot of really hateful things mm-hmm. um you know where people are, are you know you can tell that they're being inside too long they're they're starting to get agitated that people aren't following you know the rule the social distancing rules like they should be and i understand all the frustration but i think we have to be careful especially on social media to realize that everybody is struggling and everybody is having a hard time. Everybody is trying to figure this out. And so just extending a lot of grace and we as Christians, you know, really should be light during this time. So we have to be careful, um, you know, what we're broadcasting out there. But I think not, not, not like being so over the top, churchy that we're totally dismissing that there's a problem yeah you know like we're gonna say this is hard yeah. you know this is hard for everyone mm-hmm. um but but we're not to despair yeah and um and that's for sure and so is there something that you are reading to, reading right now or something that you're listening to right now that is really encouraging you specifically? Well, I can actually share something. with So you speak of social media, and here's a fun fact. I am back on social media. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> As of like four days ago. Um, this is a miracle of God <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> it's truly about eight years since I've had a Facebook account, and let me tell you, it is a whole new world over here. I, and you are 26. Like, this is yeah. like a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm over here feeling, I'm in my glasses and I feel like just an elderly person trying to navigate the internet. 
Um, like, I literally, I had to ask a friend how to share something the other day. Like, I don't know how to do things. Um, Hilarious. I'm like, what are these st- the stories? You can do stories on Facebook. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so if, if you follow me on Facebook or add me as a friend, however that works, um, please give me grace in that because I'm still learning what to do. Um, anyway, you asked me if there's anything that I was reading or listening to. <laughs> so let's that. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, I mean, I, I wanted to start a Facebook account because a lot of social media has been coming up. Like you've said, there's a lot of neg- negativity and it's a great time to be a light, be an, an encouragement to others. Um, so one thing that I did when I, and, and, and trying to keep together to stay connected with people. And, and as a leader of a small group, I wanted to be able to stay connected with people. So I started a Facebook group for my my small group. And one thing I shared with them today that I read. So I have this very small, I don't even know how many pages it is. It's called who is Jesus. It's a book. And, um, it just goes over the names of God and explains them and, um, how they can be applied. And I actually wasn't, it's not something I read every day. It's not, some a book that I pick up all the time. I just really like it as a reference for if I want to go deeper in my personal study. And so today I really like kind of felt the nudge to pick it up. Um, and I was flipping through the pages and I was like, there's a lot of names in here. Like, Lord, if this is what I'm, you know, help me out. And he did. And, and my, my eye landed on Emmanuel. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that a lot of times we hear during Christmas. It's in a lot of Christmas songs and um, and it was also prophesied in, in the Bible as well as he shall be called Emmanuel. Um, so I was reading through it and, you know, it means God with us. And yeah. it gave a, a reference to John fifteen four, and I have it in the Passion Translation, so I'm just going to read it. Um, it says, so you, mu- you must remain in life union with me, for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit. So your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to me. Um, And I just thought that was so good because I think that really emphasizes that God is with us, but we Mm -hmm. can also be with God and how important Mm -hmm. that is in a relationship with him. Because as it's so good with the, with the branch that gets severed, um, it's not going to bear fruit. So yeah, we're in a time of uncertainty and, it's important to just remember that God is always with us, but let's always be with him too. Mm. So that was just something that I wanted to, I shared with my small group this morning and it felt like it felt right. And and I was really glad that (laughs) I kind of flipped through that book and, and landed on this. So I'm thankful that, um, God in that way. And so just as a general encouragement, like, and, and kind of like I said earlier, being in the word and, and staying um, in relationship with God, continuing to pursue him and seek him is important before anything bad happens. Right. We talk about that in trials and tribulations. Like this stuff is, this is important. Um, now's not the time to shy away from it. Now's not the time just because things have quote unquote changed. Like that's one thing that, that should not be changed because mm-hmm. um, we, we need to be in relationship with God too. And I, I always want to say, like, especially in a time like this, but it, it's true. But all, yeah. this is an always thing. This this should right. change. But it does give opportunity for us to go deeper, I'm sure. Um, that is so good, Katie. So, 
what was the name of that book again it's called who is jesus um who is jesus yes it's good it's, yeah it's really just like a little pocket book well unless you have, I, mean, I guess you'd have to have cargo pants to fit in your pocket but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tiny it's by paul kent um okay. and i got it from christianbook.com cool and so i, I really like it I'm just really fascinated with the names of Jesus and what we call our great God. So anyway, that's what I'm reading. How about you? So um, many of you know, we had, she is one night scheduled for this weekend for March 27th with Jess Connolly, our dear friend. And of course, um, it has been postponed mm-hmm. and it's been postponed till May 22nd for right now. Um, and we're believing that we're going to be able to gather then. Um, but Jess uh, releases a book today, March 24th, called Take It Too Far. Oh. And it's a devotion book. And then they're really short devotions, um, like, man, less than, you know, five minutes. Um but I am loving it. I, I've been on her book launch team. And so, but it releases to the public today. And it's just about abundant life, boundless love, and unend- unending grace. And of course, when Jess was writing this, she had no idea that what was coming. And so I think it's perfect that it's being released right now. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really encouraging and just is a good infusion of truth and just encouraging women to stay on mission, you know, our mission shouldn't change right now. And just to really encourage. So that's what one of the things that I've been reading and I've been loving it. So make sure and grab a copy on Amazon or your Kindle, you know, wherever books are sold that they're shipping online still. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know Amazon Prime is a little behind right now, but mm-hmm. I am looking on the website right now and they you can have it delivered to your home by Saturday. Wow. If you order a hard copy. But um but that is one thing and then just in my reading and I've been doing a Lent study with She Reads Truth mm-hmm. and that's something that I always enjoy doing. Um you know, in this season leading up to Easter. But this morning I was reading in John 14. And so just a chapter before you. Mm-hmm. And um, and I love this scripture by Jesus um, in John 14, 27. And this is also the Passion Translation. But it says, I leave the gift of peace with you. My peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. And um, and that's just something I've really been holding on to because I think so often we try to take the peace that the world gives, which honestly the world's not giving a ton of peace right yeah. now. Um, and so we have the gift of peace. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you carry peace Mm -hmm. and i think we forget that we forget that we have peace that we carry with us because we are a follower of jesus and he gives us that gift of his peace his perfect peace and when anytime we begin to yield to fear or just being troubled 
um, in our hearts. Like I said, we have to take up that courage and take up that peace that is a free gift um, to all of us who call on his name. And so that's just something I'm really trying to remind myself of because it, it, it can be super easy to get on the train of fear. Yeah. Um, and once I jump on that, um, I have to immediately kind of take my thoughts captive and be like, nope, you know, this may be our reality right now, but fear doesn't get to dictate my life mm-hmm. and it doesn't get to dictate my day to day. I get to choose being in peace. And, and that's just what the gift that we have available to us. So I'm just so thankful for that. And I'm not saying it's not hard, um, but I think it is something that we just have to consciously, consciously do is arrest our thoughts, take them captive and be like, fear, you don't get to boss me around today, you know, um, and just take hold of the peace that we, we have access to. Yeah, that's really good. And I like, I mean, I love the wording of the passion translation and it's great. Um, I love how it said the, the well, in summary, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at it, <laughs> um, how w- w- the world offers fragile peace and that's yeah. true. And, and that's something else you mentioned was that how it's easy to forget and not necessarily yeah. just with peace, but the other gifts that God has given us through salvation and mm-hmm. the distractions of the world can just really overshadow those gifts of peace. Um, mm-hmm. and like like you said, it's just really important to take those fear thoughts captive and say, with the authority in you, you have peace. Um, right. And I agree. It's not easy. I mean, <laughs> in, in other situations, too, I can relate to that. Um, but that's really good. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so now I kind of want to transition into... So we talked... And we kind of already did this in a way. But this pandemic and how the church is responding and not just the church that we are in summit church, but the Mm -hmm. church as a whole, um, some things that we're seeing. So I know you mentioned, um, and I know this too, you're in a a network with a lot of other pastors. And so I'm sure you're Mm -hmm. seeing a lot more than I have, but how have these leaders and, um, have been, how, how have they been responding to all of this that you've noticed? Yeah, I, I really see that they are taking courage. <laughs> like yeah. they really are. It doesn't matter what their church size is. Every pastor and leader is forced to be creative right now. And thank God that he is the God of all creativity. Yeah. Right. He's, and so I've really seen the church as a whole come together as the body of Christ. And I've seen other churches reach out to other churches that may not have the resources that that they have and, and offer their services or you know um i just i love that the church as a whole that the the competition barrier is down it's being broken and we're all helping each other right now and so but i'm seeing you know every church no matter how big or small like make an effort to go online yeah. and connect with their church community that way, because I think we have to stay connected and everybody's having to do it differently, um, you know, based on where they live and, and the rules that are in place in their city. But I mean, this is happening all over the world where churches are going online. Um, you know, I know our friends in, in Greece are going online, have been online for the first last um last few weeks you know for the first time ever Mm -hmm. and they're 
they're getting creative and at Zoe Church in Thessaloniki, Greece. And then we have, you know, churches in El Salvador and Ireland and just all over that are are getting creative with these times and still being an encouragement to their communities. And so I think that's so important. And then, then of course, I know that um, Zoom is being a ton, uh, used a ton by churches and also small group leaders that are going online with their small groups just to stay connected. And it's such a great tool to use. And I know a lot of our small group leaders have just really stepped up to the plate to to reach out to their group members and, and keep them connected in their Bible study and um, just in relationship. And then I know for us, we live in a more rural area. So the fact is, is that we do have there are areas around us that don't have good internet or don't have internet at all, which yeah. we're in the United States of America. So that's still so crazy to me that there's cities, small communities around us that have dial up internet or have no internet access at all. And so, you know, we're, we're going to be mailing DVDs to some of those families that, that can't get online to watch church. So it's just really assessing the needs and, and trying to meet the needs the best, the best way that we can, the way that God tells us to, you know, and really just being obedient to him and what he's calling each and every one of us to do during this time. Yeah. And I will say too, it's been really encouraging to see, like you mentioned, there's so many different I don't want to say types of people, but people in different living situations where internet might not be available or um, they're not used to using the internet to engage. But I have seen what we've done online the past uh, two weeks or more specifically last week was just so much engagement. Like people still crave church Um, Mm -hmm. and they are asking the questions and figuring out how in the world can I make sure that I'm still hearing God's word and I'm still connecting with people and I'm just really appreciating people's um, dedication and effort to making sure that they're getting online if they can um, and they're not letting it get in the way. Yeah. And, and yeah, something, I love that. yeah, it's great. And then something we've mentioned before is that this is, while it's different, it's opening doors for people who may have never wanted to walk into a church. Yes. And I will say like for people who are, it's easy to invite someone to online church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, with that being said, kind of, I encourage you invite someone to online church. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really neat. Yeah, one of our staff wives um, a couple days ago was telling me that she has a friend like in California or somewhere that has basically been an an atheist Mm -hmm. or agnostic and has really been closed to the gospel. Um, But she reached out to one of our staff wives and just said, hey, um, like, I realized that I need a higher power and I need to once once this pandemic is over, I want to get plugged into a non-denominational church or a church of some kind. Yeah. And, and so our staff wife sent her our online church link, you know, to watch online. And I just, I do think this is a very unique opportunity yeah, to invite your friends, like, don't be afraid to, to invite them to church and um, invite them to watch online with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I know we need to wrap up, but I'm just, I just keep saying over and over and over again, like, even though this is a shock to us, this is not a shock to God. Like this is not a surprise to him. And he's not up in heaven, twiddling his thumbs, trying to figure out how to solve this thing. Like, I do think that we need to be interceding. We need to be praying. We need to be asking God for protection and for healing in our land and our world and, Mm -hmm. and just interceding like never before. Um, but God will get glory and people will come to know him through this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I truly believe that. And so, um, I'm excited actually to see how God is going to move in this season. And so I've just had this expectation that even though all of our plans are kind of being thwarted, you know, the likelihood of us having to be online for Easter (laughs) is, you know, most likely going to happen. And, but, but just because we may have to be online for Easter and won't be able to go into a church building, um, it doesn't mean that God's, he's still risen. He's still, you know, Jesus is still risen. He's still victorious. He's still our champion. And um, we still get to worship him and invite people just like we would if we were inviting them on an Easter weekend to to our building. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what that's going to do. Yeah, I agree. I thank you. That's, it is really, and, and I appreciate the the expectation and I can agree like I really do believe God is is working in this he's working in everything truly but um this is a very unique mm-hmm. season that we're in and and just to be a part of it in this way has been yeah. neat um and I'm really thankful for it too um so I do we are going to wrap up but I did want to share one more thing I want people listening to know that I don't want to say the word unprecedented because once again, Kim mentioned to do something and I don't want to be at that receiving end of what he wants to do. So, but in these unknown times, I think it's really important that we remember um, that there is hope. And I know for certain people, this is really, really hard, whether it be because of a medical condition with mental health, with just the shifting of schedules, Mm -hmm. this is difficult. And so that there is hope. And I wanted to read this from Psalm 130. It's it's verse five in the Passion Translation. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) It says, this is why I wait upon you, expecting your breakthrough for your word brings me hope. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think this is so good because this is the time where we just pursue God and and get in the word and actively hope on his promises because his word is filled with them. And like you said, he's not twiddling his thumbs. And this isn't a game for him. He's not just doing this to see how we all react, you know, he's not surprised. And this was not, you know, this was not something that, um, that that caught him off guard. So I think as Christians, as believers, it's important to, to be hopeful for ourselves, to focus on God's word and to draw close to him, but also to spread that hope to others who may be struggling, who may not have a relationship with Jesus. Like this is a very unique opportunity to just dig your heels into hope and just spread that. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage people to do that as well. Um, But so that's, that's what I have on that. (laughs) That's so good. 
And I know like we, we have a lot of things coming your way, you know, with this podcast and we're going to have some special guests soon. They're going to be on with us from all over the world. And so I'm excited about that. Just having this community to, um, to be able to encourage one another and just be the body of Christ together. And so I'm excited about that. I created a playlist today through our summit. She is, um, Spotify channel. So, uh, I will be sending that out just to give you some worship to keep you encouraged. And so I'm just, I'm really, um, thankful that we get to do this, that we have this kind of technology that enables us to keep people encouraged and just let you alone, let you know that you're not alone. You're not alone at all. So, yeah, that, thank you. Um, if for finishing up, I wanted to ask you, Kim, would you mind praying? Um, yeah, everyone listening to the time and, and just to encourage them in that. Yes, absolutely. Well, God, we just thank you, um, that you are sovereign God, that you are in control and God, I pray that our hearts, um, would just be quieted. I pray that our minds would just come into alignment with your word and God that you would infuse hope into our lives no matter where people may be listening from God I pray that you would speak directly to their situation and God that you would be the lifter of our heads and God that we would look to you and you alone during this time and God that you would heal our land that you would stop this virus. God, I pray that you would go before us in the days to come. And Lord, that we would remember that we can look to you at any time, at any moment, at any second. Scripture says when we call on you, you answer us. And God, you're not holding out on us. You see things that we don't see, and we are going to put our full hope and faith and trust in you. And I just pray for the woman today, maybe that is feeling really um, lost and hopeless right now and maybe her emotions all over the place. I just pray peace um, over her life. I pray that you would remind her that you are with her. She is not alone today. And God, that we would be light and love uh, to the community and the people around us. And Lord, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. This was a great conversation. I'm really glad that we got to have it. Um, Me too. And like Kim said before, everyone, we do have some really exciting content um, coming out soon. We've been really brainstorming and are really, um, really looking forward to putting it out there for you. So as always, thank you for joining us. And um, we are praying for you. And we hope that this time of staying at home or quarantine, whatever it looks like for you is just a, a time to reflect and a time to grow close as a family and a time to grow deeper in your relationship with God. So um, we can't wait for you guys to tune in next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Ladies, we have some great episodes that will be released. But in order to stay up to date, be sure to subscribe so that you will be notified when they come out. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.